Welcome to Live to Grind. My name is Brennan C. Adams, serial entrepreneur, inventor, TV creator, and speaker, passionate about helping others create something great and become unforgettable. Join me each week to discuss practical ways to help you increase your income and impact as an influencer in your industry. My goal is to help you take your business and lifestyle to the next level. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Live to Grind podcast show. I'm Brennan C. Adams, and we are on another episode of the Real Estate Rockstar series. And today we have a badass on. We have my buddy, Jonathan Miller, the founder of J Squared Interior and Design. And Jonathan is a home stager. He stages homes. He's in the top 1% of his industry, one of the best in his industry in Richmond, Virginia. And he stages homes to help them sell for more. So if you're a real estate agent, you're going to learn about staging and how it can help you get more dollar for your listing. And he's going to share some tips on branding and marketing. You know, Jonathan, he came to me actually through a DM on LinkedIn, not LinkedIn, but uh, Instagram. He DM'd me on Instagram. He was following my content and he was already creating video content. Literally creating videos is what helped him really supercharge his business. But he ended up working with me. He actually joined my success mastermind. Um, he even was one of the first guys to order our book, The Road to Success. He's become a really good friend. We've been on camera. We've filmed a lot together and he's just done some amazing things. So today he's going to share what he's learned in terms of video marketing, branding, what to look for in terms of how to create your brand, uh, some staging tips, and why staging is important for real estate. He shares some amazing content. Jonathan knows his stuff. He's a go-to guy. Actually, he messages my wife for any kind of staging or tips for our own place, which is pretty funny. But uh, just a great guy. You're going to love this interview. And before I jump into the interview, I want to talk about the Real Estate Success Academy, which Jonathan is actually in. The Real Estate Success Academy helps you build your brand and influence as a real estate agent or a home stager or anybody in the real estate space. We have training modules. Every uh, month I'm adding new content. Um, there's over 80 training videos in terms of sharing with you how to create video content, how to utilize social media. There's interviews with successful real estate agents. There's a special group, a private Facebook group where we're posting content in there. You get access to ask me questions. The Real Estate Academy has been a great success for people that are a part of it, and it's helping a lot of people. And I highly suggest you check it out. You go to brandoncadams.com forward slash real estate academy. That is brandoncadams.com forward slash real estate academy. You can join today risk free for as low as $49 a month. Again, it's risk free. You got nothing to lose, all to gain. It's definitely going to help you with your real estate career and helping you build your brand influence online to track more leads, sell more homes, and have more success in your life. So go check that out at brennancadams.com forward slash real estate academy. Okay, the moment you've all been waiting for. Let's jump right into it with the one and only Jonathan Miller. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Real Estate Rockstar series. And today, we don't have a real estate agent, but we have a rock star in the home staging business. We have Jonathan Miller of J Squared Home Staging. 
Jonathan is a good friend of mine. He's been through my success mastermind. We're brothers from other mothers. He's out of Richmond, Virginia. Today he's going to share his best advice for home staging, how to utilize home staging and, well, tips during the COVID-19, and how to best support real estate agents. Welcome, Jonathan, to the show. How are you, buddy? I'm amazing, Brandon. Thanks so much for having me today. It's a great time to get on here and actually talk about what we can do to the real estate world, keep everything going during a time when it could happen to be a possible recession. So I know it's, it is. And before we jump, we got, I got a lot of questions for you, but before we jump into the, the questions and content, and I mean, we've been talking for 15 minutes now before the show because I could talk to you forever. Um, but let's talk about how you even got into, and I love the story behind this because it really started through video, but how'd you get into the home staging business? Like what got you into this space? Well, it's kind of my background's interior design. And so I, I had started collecting the area where I live. People changed their mind a lot. So I had an attic full of crap that I had nothing to do with. And one day, one of my agents, we were working on a project together where I was doing the design work on a house. And she was like, well, would you want to stage this house? And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? I've got all the stuff. Why not do it? So I just, you know, jumped right in, started doing it, and then realized I liked that, doing that better than I actually did interior design. Um, I'm very fast paced. I talk a mile a minute. I had actually just now, I was like, slow down a minute. <laughs> you talk just as fast, which is great. I do. Like, oh, I got to slow down because I'm on a video. Um, but no, and it was that, you know, from an early age, I wanted to flip houses. I would, we would drive by a house and it would be falling down. And I would see that house and I'd be like, that house is really nice. This is the, and I would see what it could be. So I had that vision and I'm sure my parents thought I was a little special because they're like, that house is falling down, you idiot. But <laughs> It just kind of all came together in adulthood. It was like, why not do this? So, yeah. So how did you get? How did you get That's in? How did you get into the home? Like you got in the home staging, but how did you grow it initially? I think you cut off. But um, I'm here. How did you grow? How did you grow the home staging initially? Like how did you grow the business? Hmm. Funny thing about that. It's this thing called. Instagram and video. Um, one of my photographers, she was wanting to add photographer or video services onto her packages. And so she was like, Oh, you've got this video, you've got this acting background. Let's go do that. So she threw me in front of the camera and we started making these videos. And then all of a sudden, my face is out there everywhere. Our business started growing. We started getting more jobs. Instagram was launched and I like doing pictures more than I like doing words. I can talk on camera all day long, but I hate sitting down and typing something. Yeah. Somebody's always grammatically judging you. I'm like, give me a one-liner with some and something, you know, a little kick at and I'm like, I'm ready to go. And so that's where we started doing it. It launched out. We started doing all these videos. Nobody else in my area was. And so it just kind of put our name out there. And then, you know, then it gets to the point of where we're getting um, magazine covers and Boom. things like that. People are seeing us on video. And then we started winning national awards because there are actually people are seeing what we're doing. We're getting nominated and we've got a better presence. So even, you know, for home staging, I mean, right now we're the biggest company in town. We have an amazing warehouse space you can see behind me, um, storefront, everything. And it's all because I got off my ass and got in front of the camera, which you know, I've slacked on some lately, but I'm going to use this time that we're down because I actually closed our doors today for the virus to just kind of do our part in that for the community. And I was like, you know what? I got plenty of videos that I can make that I've got a whole list of that I've not done. And then I have them. So when we do bounce back and get busy, 
then I'll have to hear Brandon being like, huh, why aren't you on camera today? Okay, here, video it. <laughs> I'm always calling you out if you're not doing the videos. You got to stay up to par, man. That's I agree. Awesome. It's good accountability for sure. You definitely make sure that that's there. It's like, oh, shit. I didn't do one today. <laughs> you started doing the video. So when was it that you got into doing videos and starting the business? Was it five years ago? When, what year was it? We will be in business for 10 years this year. Oh, wow. Um, about five years in. Because oh. before that, I was like, you know, I was really big on social media. I was actually doing marketing for a couple of different stores. And so I was already in that arena. But as far as putting myself out there, when I was in college, it was that you make the business have its own identity. So when people are coming to buy something, they're buying the product. You didn't necessarily want to be the face of the business if you ever planned to sell it. But then as social media grew, it was like, okay, no, they've got to have that face they can trust with the business. It's like, they're not going to trust the Nike swoosh. They're going to cut trust the people who have given endorsements for it. Yeah. So it's how kind of, you know, started getting in front of the camera for things like that. And if you're establishing yourself as the expert in your field from the beginning before anybody else does, you're always going to have that name and you're always going to be the expert in that field. And in real estate, it works the same way. We teach a branding class on how staging can help elevate your marketing up to the point of where people see that house. They know it's a house that you've listed because you've got this certain look, this certain distinction behind yourself. And by putting it all on video and then being able to repurpose that, it just made the most sense in the world. So when we started doing that five years ago, you've seen it. There was one where I make the biggest joke on paper towels being not sexy. And it's like, you know, but it's still one of our top rated things. And we found that the more real you are, which is one of the things I learned in your stuff was that the more real you are, the more people are going to watch it, the more they're going to engage. Authenticity. Yeah. You know, I'm really good at it. As you you kind of broke me from it as much, but I'm really good at being step for robotic perfect, even when I'm on camera. Like, I don't think I ever really wore a base cap on camera until after I met you, because then I was like, oh, I don't have to be perfectly quaffed all the time. Let them yeah. see something real. And a shirt yeah. without a collar is foreign to me until then. Yeah. So, Well, it's, I'm curious, can you share the return in terms of, because there's very few people I know that have done video at the level that we have for so long, especially in the real estate space. Can you share like the return in terms of success stories you've had from people that have literally come to you that have been watching your videos, some deals that went through, or just kind of let people know the real return because you find the return in six, 12 months of starting, but when you get to year three, four, five, you really start seeing the return for video. You want to share some success from it? You do because I mean, it's like our numbers have progressively grown each year. I mean, you know, sales wise, I mean, we were up 33% last year. Um, the year before that, it was like 20 something percent. And then each year we've seen this growth. Even this year, we're, oh, I've gotten that number wrong. It was like, so far this year, we've seen a 33% growth just wow. since January. Wow. And it's just for the more video I'm putting out there, the more people are seeing me do it, the more they're engaging. I'm talking to them. I'm making contacts with them in person. Um, and it's just really, it's taking us up a level. And, you know, like I said, I mean, we didn't plan on moving into a new warehouse space with a storefront last year, but one of our investors who had actually seen a lot of my videos before that hired us owns the building. Yeah. And so I was on a video talking about, you know, not being able to find the right space. He saw that video, came to the site where we were setting up a house for him, you know, asked me some indirect questions. I didn't really realize why he was asking. And then he's like, I want to take you to see this building I own. We've not had anybody in it for two years. And I think you're the right person. It's just sitting here making it money because there are condos up above us. 
Yeah. Well, now it's something that he sees how we market everything with videos in different ways online. He's wanting to turn those into Airbnbs and have me run them. So it's, you never know what opportunities can open up for you and who they'll open up with if you're on video and putting yourself out there. But I know so many agents who we do videos on houses that they repurpose the content for yeah. because they don't want to be on camera themselves. So I'll go do a video tour of a house and then they'll be like, okay, here we go. I'll share it on my page. And then they share it on theirs just because, I mean, even if you don't want to be on camera, which is still a mistake, yeah. you can get somebody else to do it for you. And so you need to have those videos out there. Anything we put out with a video has a much higher hit rate. Than it does. Just but also one thing I love that you've done is you've built a personal brand for yourself as well that it's allowed you to get a speaking gigs. I mean, you've got paid speaking gigs in the last 12 months from just building your brand through video, correct? Exactly. I had 13 speaking gigs last year. Um, and it was one of those things where at first, I, when I first, the very first one I did and I was asked to do, I was like, okay, do I really want to go down this road? Because here I am, I'm already running this thriving percent of my time. You know, another 10% of my time with this, which then I soon learned it took up a little bit more than that because you got all the travel. But it actually separated me out as a person to having my own individual speaking brand, which was phenomenal. Um, and, there, and then it started being so much that, you know, I wasn't Jonathan the stager anymore. Um, now, Jay Squared is his own thing over here. But it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, that's what he does. That, he owns that business. But here he's this motivational speaker who talks about branding and positivity and being optimistic. I'm like, okay, you know, I like this a lot better. But that happened because people started seeing me on videos from my company. They started seeing me doing that. And then the first time I was asked, I was like, oh, okay. Because they knew I had a good presence on camera. And they're like, oh, can you come and speak? Yes. In front of this? I'm like, okay, sure. And You're so built then I'm getting to do all these things now. Well, you built and a I platform. You built a platform through the home staging business, which allowed you to have a platform for your own personal brand that you can utilize in different outlets for more streams of income. And then eventually, if you don't want to do home staging, it can lead you into other things. Exactly. And that's the thing too, is that, you know, you might have, to, I only had to do two things where I didn't get paid before yeah. it was like, you know, people were started asking what my fee was. So be sure to get with somebody that, you know, can help explain that fee structure to you. Cause it's like anything, if you price yourself too low in the beginning, then it's going to, it's going to be hard to graduate you up because five people are going to tell people, Oh, yo, get this guy. He's amazing. And he doesn't cost hardly anything. And you don't want to have that happen either at the same time, but you've got to make sure you're giving them the value back for what they're paying you. Yeah, so out of, I mean, you were in the home staging business, you're like the top of the top, top 1%, top person I know in the home staging business to toot your own horn. I mean, you've grown a massive business and you, you do, you are premium because you're worth that. Can you please share for the real estate agents that aren't utilizing home staging right now, or in the past they haven't, what, share the value of home staging, how it really helps them, the agent, the buyer, or the seller that is, um, just the value of having a home stager like yourself come in and help them with the sale. You know, it's, it's almost like with anything with, when you're on video, you're building your brand. It's yeah. the same. You don't want to, nobody's going to go out there, you know, a total wreck in their pajamas and get on camera and well, okay. Unless you're Kylie Jenner um, and be successful at it at the same time, you've got to put that professional image out there. So when you're putting out houses that aren't staged, especially, you know, in times like, right now, like we were so busy before I said we were going to do a mandatory shutdown that, you know, even these agents, they knew that this house had to look 10 times better than normal because people want to spend money and buy a home. 
even after this all ends, it's going to be even more important because a lot of times agents think they don't need to do it whenever it's going to be a hot market, but you want to maximize that money coming out of it. Because when you think about it and you're like, oh, well, I might have to do one reduction, but that's only 500 bucks. Yeah, but that's 500 bucks. 500 bucks adds up over time to being thousands of dollars. You're throwing away essentially just because you were like, oh, I don't want to go and sell this to this this homeowner today. Well, you're not following your own fiduciary responsibility to that homeowner by not putting them in their best foot forward right away. Um, there are different options that, you know, some staging companies like ours, we have a couple of options for financing if they need it. But it's just still, I go back to the branding part every single time. And, you know, before we before my company was anything, I built up our brand through Instagram. Because yeah. it was like showing people what they were going to get. And they were able to see that visually to where I had as well established to the point of where it was like, I wasn't even sure what I was doing was branding at first. And then I started looking at it and I'm like, well, dang, I'm doing this naturally. Yeah. I've built up this huge brand. Why am I not doing it for myself as well when I started getting the speaking gigs? And then I was like, well, shit, I don't really know what to do. So I was like, I need to hire a coach. I need to get somebody to help me with this who does. So then I started you know, the Instagram myself and I came across this one guy who seemed to be doing pretty good and being pretty successful at it right then. So, you know, so if you don't know, hire somebody to help you do it. Don't wait until, you know, your competition's over here. And, you know, even this morning I had an agent who messaged me and was like, well, are you still doing this person's houses right now, even though you're shut down? And I'm like, no, but we had already done those houses. That's why it seems as though we're still staging for them at this point because they're putting their branding out there. If you're looking at someone else's marketing materials and you're jealous, a little envious of it, you need to get out there and be doing it yourself. If they're doing a video, you need to get out there and do a video. Who's the and, expert you hired, Jonathan? I don't know. Some random guy from some podunk town somewhere. You know, have <laughs> <laughs> uh, got some pretty good stories on success. If you look him up on Amazon Prime, you might find some videos and things they've done there too. You know? uh, yeah. For those of you who are watching, uh, uh, Jonathan Rockstar uh, went through my success mastermind and has worked with me in, in different areas and also got to share the stage. We spoke at the Home Staging Summit, which is fun. Um, but, uh, a lot of amazing things we got to do together and, and thinking, talking about Instagram, that's how we actually met a DM on Instagram. Um, almost exactly. I remember it was May of last year. I was getting off the stage and you messaged me. Um, can you share strategies specifically that you utilize on Instagram for growing your business, what you have over the years? You know, it's funny because whenever I, I got to the point of where last year I felt like I needed to hire someone to take us up a level because I think yeah. a lot of times we let our egos get in the way. And I had a boss once and she told me that the reason she hired me to actually come in and do the design in her store was because she got to the point of where she could not next level herself anymore and she needed someone younger than her to do it. Yeah. So when I got to that point with our social media, I kept thinking, I was like, okay, you know, Every year I make myself level up our social media in some way because I'm like, okay, you know, people are eventually they make now, but they can accelerate that in like 2.5 seconds. And I'll even say there's another company in town. I'm watching this girl progress a little bit and I'm like, oh crap, I need to get back on camera because she started, somebody's coached her and she's starting to figure something out here on how to build that business. But then I was like, okay, I tried one person who was a complete fraud who did not know what the hell they were doing, but they presented themselves really well. They're out there. Yeah, sadly. And it sucks because it's like, you know, you think you're getting what you're paying for. And then it's like, okay, yeah, they're not doing any better than I was doing. And so I was like, okay, I got to do something here. So then I started, I actually had already launched my personal Instagram at that point. So I started watching 
people's brands and it was actually their terminology because I'd always getting up and starting to grind every day. It already been one of my things that I was doing and never told you this story actually, but it goes back to Kim Kardashian. Yep. She had a thing. She was like rise and grind every day for a long time. And I was like, I love that. And I was posting things with that. So then all of a sudden here I am working my ass off and I just got lit. That's going to be my new one. I like that one the best. So I'm going to go on order a hat and a t-shirt and all this and get all this swag and do this stuff. And then, so then I did. And then you actually reached out to me personally. And I was like, Oh, that's kind of awesome. Talk about a personal touch right there. And so when you did it first, my friend, Amy, who you also know, she was like, it's not a real person. That's a bot. <laughs> you're, you're crazy. And I'm like, what? No, no, it's a real person. And it was, and it was a real person engaging me. And then I started, I was like, okay. So then I signed up to get these text messages and motivational stuff and I'm getting those. And I'm like, this is awesome. This is really cool. And so then it started motivating me to get off my ass and do more, but it also took somebody else who had a different area of expertise to look at my stuff and be like, okay, you need to enhance this on this side. So then it is next leveling you up. Um, and that's, basically how it all started happening is thanks to Kim Kardashian again. Thanks to Kim because I would have never thought I would hear that. Thanks to Kim Kardashian. That's how <laughs> it led to meeting Brandon C. Adams through the power of Instagram. Rise and grind is one of the things she used to put on her Instagram all the time. And I was like, Oh, I like that. Cause you got to get up every day. And so when I would get up and go to the gym, I was doing that. And I'm, I'm, yeah, we all know saw how she catapulted the fame. So it was like, okay, well why not? Yeah. Well, you look at, it comes back to, we all need a coach. We all need a mentor. We need an expert in certain space. I've had a lot of coaches over the years, mentors, mastermind groups, and the power of a mastermind. I mean, we, we've seen it firsthand experiences, but when you're around people, like you already had more of a foundation than most people I work with in terms of your brand. But when you have somebody else come in and give a different perspective, there's a, there's a collaborate. Heck, I've learned with you. Like, because you have certain areas that you know, and it's, again, the power of the mastermind. So any business you're in, it's important to get that outside person coming. I was just doing an interview with a couple of real estate agents in Kansas City, and they were talking about how the biggest part, component of their success was having coaches along the way and guiding their team, guiding through the process of whatever it is they needed uh, to go on, whatever journey that was. They found somebody who had already achieved it, and then they hired them. It's, when you mentioned made me think automatically, oh, I shouldn't have touched my nose just then, that's not allowed. Um, <laughs> but Jenna, for instance, I mean, Jenna has yeah. a huge influencer following with products and things like yeah. that. And since meeting her at a mastermind and doing that, I keep getting all, I mean, I've already had clothes sent to me. Someone's trying to send me some food right now, some like nighttime ice cream things to eat. And I'm like, but it is, it's like you start doing things in a different way. And it's just little, small little things that I learned from her on that stuff. And I wasn't even trying to get any of those endorsements. But just being around her and her energy and seeing what she's created in a different avenue for me, just, you know, those things kind of, you pick them up and you start doing them. And then it's like, okay, well, now I've got the speaking gigs, but I'm also endorsed by this person, which being a speaker, if you need sponsors later on and you're doing these influencer endorsements, those are, you're keeping a track of the list. Those are probably going to be some of the first people that you can call and say, hey, you know, I'm doing this event and it's like some charity thing and I need sponsors for this. Could you help me out with that? Could they're going to be the first people who pop up and do it. So when somebody messages you and says, Hey, okay, I'm going to send you some free clothes. Don't look at it as just being, Oh yeah, I get some free clothes and I'm never going to publish anything with them. 
they're actually wanting your endorsement at the same time. The more of those relationships you form and build, whether it be in a mastermind group or just through online statuses. I mean, there's a local gal here that she spoke at the Inman conference last year on social media, which I was attending. She and I did videos together. I had no idea she was even speaking until I saw her at the airport. And I was like, what? You're going speaking? She's like, yeah, it's just something I'm doing. It's no big deal. That's so cool. On the main stage. So it's like your buddy Brandon Green announced her to come out. And I was like, I know her. I know her. I have videos with her. She's awesome. That's so cool. So you can always learn something from someone. And somebody's always going to have a different take on it than you have. Yeah, so I like what you mentioned, the testimonials, getting the endorsement from somebody. And shout out to Jenna Burt, who's in the Anamosa, Cedar Rapids area, real estate team, the top tier home team. But you look at when you have somebody else endorsing you on camera, probably watching if in your business, you should get your affiliates to do an interview on camera or share a testimonial with them and then share that to each other's audiences. And when you're endorsing each other, using the power of the numbers, it's utilizing everybody's own audience and really supporting each other. I think that's a huge component in home staging or real estate is your affiliates, your partners are going to help promote you. It definitely is, especially in the real estate market, especially right now where it's like, you know, it's kind of flopping everywhere, but you've got to have those top agents. Those are going to be, we had an agent the other day who said that there are going to be a lot of agents weeded out with this coronavirus thing because they've just not established themselves in a way that they can afford to keep going. Yeah. That is 100% going to happen. It's things do start picking up. The top agents are going to still be around and some of the smaller ones are going to be gone because they just Mm -hmm. had not built up that following. Even me closing our business today for the next 15 days to do my part. I've gotten so many like messages this morning. I honestly thought it was going to be a lot of negative feedback. I was going to be fielding today. Yeah. Um, all positive people. There's some agent that we'd never worked with before who posted on our Instagram earlier and was like that we will be the first company she calls whenever they start back. That's because awesome. We're willing to take care of other people in the world and not just think about our bottom line. And I think that's one of the things that's extremely important is to be able to have those endorsements that you don't have to ask for. And when you're working together to do that, it's like um, Jenna and I have done a couple of videos together yeah. where up there, I'm down here. It's like, okay, yeah, but we're, I'm showing that even in other states, I have other agents who are endorsing the quality of what we do because yeah. that's, you know. I mean, it's, I mean, for me, for example, like anywhere I go, if somebody's looking for a home stage in person, Richmond, Virginia area, you're my go-to. Like it's getting, getting those people that are going to help support you and you can collaborate together, the whole mastermind, but also affiliates. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a huge component to your success. And you're talking about in terms of you really taking care of your team. I mean, this sounds so, I mean, simple, but everybody really needs to hear this. It's like caring, like caring for your team, caring for your clients. And right now is the time to go above and beyond and let them know that you're there to support them. Just like the email you sent out this morning, but anything you can do that let people know, Hey, during this time, I'm here to support you. And they'll love you for that. They, they will become lifelong customers just because of that little thing that you do right now. Exactly. You know, you got to be able to help people when you can. And that's if, you know, it's, if you're in a store and they have, suddenly have toilet paper, buy it. Give everybody <laughs> more roll. Yeah. That's so true. That's awesome. Awesome. We're doing like, the other day, they were, 
there, there was, I think somebody from Grubhub was delivering their, the restaurant had them delivering the meals with a roll of toilet paper. So it's like, oh yeah, no, don't worry. You don't get any free dessert today, but we're giving you a roll of toilet That's paper. That's funny. So, now it's probably like something smart to do so so over the next 15 days you're going to be shut down uh for in terms of you won't be going out in home staging what are the things you're going to be doing so the homesteaders watching or even real estate agents what are the things you're going to be doing to grow your business right now during your 15 day at least 15 day shutdown okay this one is one of those things that it's like everybody has to get off their ass because every time you have something like this happen, it's like, oh, instant vacation. I'm gonna rest, I'm gonna watch TV, I'm gonna binge watch you know, the new season of Homeland, something like that. Don't do that, sit down and make a list. And I've already started buying it. things that you wanna do, that you have been like meaning to do. Um, one of ours is, I'm trying to think one of the ones right off the top of my head. The ones is, I'm on a book that yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have everything that way out done, so then I can just insert photos, dialogue, as it needs to be done. I'm going to stockpile my videos so then once we do get busy again, I have those ready to go out. There are small projects, things that need to be fixed, um, such as a horse had his tail broken off, so I'm gluing his tail right now. Uh -huh. Otherwise, I just throw the damn ceramic horse away. But it's yeah. small things that you want to do. There's always people, agents, whatever, at home, they have projects they want to do, they want to finish. Clean out the gutters. They never do it. And even yeah. during something like this, more concerned with resting and relaxing and enjoying the downtime instead of being proactive and getting things done so it actually supports them in their success later on. We're gonna be actually getting stages ready to go right out the door as soon as we get the phone call. Um, we're shut down and we're not doing any new jobs, but the things that are closing right now until our city gets shut down, um, we're gonna be able to transfer those. So we're still yeah. being proactive that, because instead of bringing it back to the warehouse and just having that full, we're gonna, you know, I'm gonna have a list of people who want something in their houses. So then that way it's just coming out of one house, going to another. We have to pick it up no matter what, so why not? But I think it's important to make your to-do list and actually do it. Not yeah. just, you know, there, I, I have an employee who did not go get groceries until yesterday. And I'm like, you know, you've got to be wow. ahead of those things because it's like, otherwise, you're not going to get anything, not even any ramen out right now. Yeah. But it's one of those you've got to be having that to-do list. And then during that to-do list, look at it and see if you can make a video on it. Oh, I so true. Could not buy light fixtures for a house um, this yeah. weekend. We needed everything was closed. So I actually took the light fixtures down that were there, spray painted them, and then put them back up. Yeah. Now, did I have a video on it? No, not until I was hanging it back up and I was thinking about it and I was like, oh, I did a video. A live video that I could have done. But my, I was so stressed out over the whole thing going on and me not being able to buy them that I didn't even do the video. So if yeah. you have that list of projects you're going to do, make the list and then check out, may put a checkbox if you could do a video on it or not. So what I'm going to be doing instead is I'm going to actually still do a video. I took some photos of that. And I'm going to just do a video talking about it. You don't actually have to like capture yourself doing it to be able to do a video on it. And I like that. I love that you're utilizing your experiences and things you're doing to it's content you can create a video on. And that's the easiest thing. Like people ask, what should I create a video on? Well, what are you doing every day? Bring people into your life. Show your experiences, lessons learned, and that's your content. That's the content that you can utilize for your social media, and it gives you something new every day to do. Well, and it's like what you're doing right now, I mean, with interviews and things, this is one of the things when you and I were talking about, I was like, hell yeah, I'll do an interview, because it's still showing that we can get out there and we can be motivational speakers. We can still, you know, we may not have the stage right now, but we can still get out there and make a difference and help people move their day-to-day -day operations 
questions along. There's going to be so many people who are sitting at home, they're eating, they're drinking, they're watching TV, not even thinking about what the next step is. And then just like this whole pandemic hitting us, it's going to be over and you're going to be having to go back to work. And you're going to be like, oh, I have so much to do before I start back to work next week. And it's like, yeah, no, get it all done. So then you're like, yes, I can go back to work next week. I can be a boss. I can be a top agent in every area. And, you know, people will start knowing you across the board. Get out there and get things done. So you're, like, so I want to ask you, I want to throw a little ranch at you. Uh, so you're in home staging, but what if you were in real estate, what would be things you would be doing right now during this time to set your business up for success? What would you do as a real estate agent? Or what are some things real estate agents you think should do? I'd love to hear your perspective. I, okay, so putting that hat on, I would be contacting every single person who I had sold a house for or been the buyer's agent on for the last three years. I would sit down, I would do a handwritten note to each one of those clients, I don't care if it's 200 people, sit down, personally write them something that touches on what a good experience you have with them. Let them know that you're there if they need something and then put some sort of little care package that if you can still take out and deliver that you can deliver, but you know, otherwise get online order a ton of stamps, start mailing those things out because one of the things the mail system usually still is going, even yeah. in times of crisis, they're still sending the letters, the snail mail letters out. And that's going to be better to have that more personal touch yeah. because while you're sitting at home, you're bored, especially if you're somebody that's older. Um, there may be a lot of people who have million dollar houses that they're going to be selling, you know, as soon as the market's better that are of a certain age that yeah. cannot have contact with anyone else right now, but their daily walk is to that mailbox. Yeah. So they open that mailbox and they get a letter out from you and it's like making them feel good and cared about that. They've not been forgotten in the world. Then you're going to definitely have the chance to, you know, put in your two cents on how you can do a better job selling that house. Um, Make sure you're appealing to all the markets like that demographic there that's elderly, that it's at home, that still has more money than any of us. Don't just think that that's your only clientele. Look at the mid-range people. See what they're doing at the same time. You know, if it's taking over some extra cereal, look at your notes. Hopefully, I mean, if I was an agent, I would be having, I keep character files on a lot of my agents. If they're married, if they have kids, things like that, when their birthday is. So then I kind of know what I can, you know, how to market to them. That's the same thing. Look at those. Did um, Sally sell her house because she was getting married to Bob? She and yeah. Bob have been in their new house for three years now. Maybe they've had kids since then and they're ready to upgrade. So they're going to need you to find them a new house once things are back on the market. Because with loans and things right now, they may even want you to find it now. And then yeah. they'll be able to virtually buy it beforehand. Touch out. See how their life is going now. So that way, you know, you're still in contact with them. Because I think that's part of real estate. A lot of there are so many agents now and there's so many leads coming in. People are like, Oh, I don't need to do the hard work on this, but look back to how the real estate market grew in the first place. It was who you knew and pounding the pavement. Yeah. So right now still who you know and virtually pounding the pavement because you can't yeah. really get out and go on your own, but you don't want them to think that maybe you're one of the agents who went under. So if you don't have active content online also going out, their kids who they may be millennial buyers that they refer to you are going to be seeing what you're doing. I couldn't tell you how many clients we've had. They've seen our stuff. Who's their kids who aren't even buying houses have said, Oh yeah, yeah I've seen a guy online and that's who should stage your house. When they've told us that I'm like, really your kid referred us, but it's because they're seeing that content. You've got to make sure you've got a platform for every audience and that you're catering to that and taking care of them. And it's, you know, sit there while you're watching TV and write a note. It's not going to the mic, dude, that is uh, some really good stuff. And it's so true. 
you don't know. It may not be your client or potential client or lead that watched your video. It could be their kids, could be somebody else. And also, I like the sending out in the mail. That's such a good thing. Like sending out letters. We, we actually sent out five of our books signed uh, the other day. And they, the people, I didn't even ask them, and they created a video. One of them created a video like, hey, love this book. Like the little things that you do, the ones, it's like Gary Vee says, do the things that aren't scalable to scale. And it's doing that personally. You talked about how we met, like personal touches, reaching out, doing that message, taking the time. Those are the things that ultimately will build your ultimate like loyal fan base and audience and friends and, and buyers. And it's putting that work. There's no shortcut. You got to put in the work. Keep around you the things that motivate you. You said that about your book. It made me think because on my desk at home, um, your book is over here on the side. So when I'm sitting there writing my newsletter last night, telling them that we're right shutting here. Yeah. The, the road to success with somebody on the cover much prettier than Brandon. Um, you know, my wife, Samantha. Yeah. You know, you had to, you had to put a ring on it. You couldn't have her out doing your whole <laughs> show. But I look over and I'm writing and I'm like, last night it's like 10 o'clock at night and I'm like struggling because I'm thinking about how much money I'm going to be giving up. And I look over and I'm like, the road to success is like sitting there. It's got a couple of other books on it, but it's still on my desk. It's not been put on the shelf where I'm only going to see it, you know, yeah. if I dust in the next. Yeah. But, and I'm like, okay, what can do on this? And I'm like, oh shit, I'm going to do a freaking video on this tomorrow as well. So my next video today to record is, you know, a video version to go along with the newsletter because not everybody's going to open that email. No. So then they're going to think, oh, they're just not calling back or they're just not doing this. And it's really because we're doing the right thing and shutting down. And so it's like, okay, keep the people in front of you that motivate you to go on. Yeah. That point. Cause last night I was like ready to just wrap it up and not even send the thing until like midday today. I was like, no, I need to finish this now. I need to get it out at six. And I looked at it as because there, we've got a lot of seasoned agents who I know they get up at 6 a.m. to check their email. They're out the door by 7 and they're in their office normally by 8. That's yeah. not every agent I know, but there's a good clientele that we have that. So I wanted that in their inboxes at that point. Well, dude, Jonathan, there's so much value here in terms of just the strategies you've implemented and some advice even for real estate agents. I love this talk. We can literally talk for 90 minutes, two hours all day. Um, if people are looking to find you, if they want to work with you in some way, connect with you, where can they find you? Um, you can go to jsquaredrva.com. Um, just go through, click through this profile, the portfolio, the um, our team profiles. You can get directly to my profile that way, which will link to other various ways to contact me. And then, you know, we can chat, go to social media. All of our platforms are at jsquaredrva. If you want to reach me personally, directly, you can go to any of the platforms, Jonathan H. Miller, and I'm there you'll find awesome, me man. well i want you to we'll end it out with you leaving the audience with a motivational quote or some kind of advice you can leave for them to inspire them help them take action during this time it's pretty easy i'm gonna borrow one it's called live to grind you're <laughs> gonna have to still live every single day you still need to be working your ass off and getting things done even if it's doing a push-up challenge which somebody hit me with this morning so I'm going to pass that back to you right now. As one I have to do the push-up challenge. It's like, you know, because I first thought was I was like, thanks, buddy. And it was one of my agents. He and his wife were out in their garage doing push-ups. See my name tagged on it. I'm like, oh, crap. I hate push-ups. But it's still pushing yourself. And the biggest advice, that we, pick one thing that you put off more than anything. Yeah. And do it right now while you have this time to do it. So you have no excuses not to do it. So much good. That's awesome. Live to grind. I love it. Live to grind, baby. Um, for all these watching, thank you. Follow Jonathan, everything he's doing. 
And as always, go out there, create something great and become unforgettable because life is too short not to. I'm Brennan T. Adams. We'll see you all later.